gentlemen, welcome back into the 610 Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here on this Wednesday evening discussing the Philadelphia Phillies advancing to the National League Division Series after a 7-1 win over the Miami Marlins. This was a, well, I wouldn't necessarily call it um, a game that came right down to the wire and it was a game the Phillies, you know, had a had a really grind out. Um, it wasn't like last year in St. Louis. Of course, I think a lot of that really, you know, has to do with the fact that the Miami Marlins, you know, inexperienced, I think, playing uh, in a tough environment. I think that had something to do with it. I think that just, you know, it, it's tough when you're a young team like the Marlins, and I think that um, that obviously played a factor into it. But the Phillies tonight, they came out determined. Um, this was a great, great win by this gritty ball club. Um, it didn't start off that way either. The offense started off slow, and then they got rolling. I mean, they really got rolling. You know, you uh, you see some clutch hits uh, down in the bottom of the of the lineup. Uh, Christian Pache, who was able to get on, um, and then uh, which he wasn't a hit. He actually worked a walk, and then Schwarber. Uh, with that clutch double down the right field line, snuck it in there past Josh Bell to plate Pache, and then Trey Turner with the single off, I think it hit off Braxton Garrett's hip, and then Schwarber, who was able to come around and score, and you could see that big man chugging, and he was he was, he was rolling uh, around third. That was great um, to see Kyle Schwarber, just the determination and just the look in his eye, I mean, he was flying. Um, bottom of the fourth, which, by the way, in all of this, Aaron Nola did an amazing job tonight. I said last night, Aaron Nola, I don't know what it is about him, but it just feels like this season, and maybe even a little last year, but we notice it even when he pitches against his brother, Aaron Nola. Um, excuse me, um, not Aaron Nola. When Aaron Nola, rather, uh, pitches against um, his brother, whose name I'm uh, I'm blanking on uh, at the moment for whatever reason. Um, you know he's able to go out there, Austin, Austin Ola. He he's able to go out there and and he'll dominate his brother Austin. Uh, and the Padres lineup like that one game, he almost had a had a had a perfect game or a no hitter out in San Diego, and he just I don't know what it is. But, and then, you know, earlier in the year, him going against his buddy Zach Eflin, um, they were dueling, and Zach, and uh, and Nola was able to, to get 12 strikeouts. I mean, it's, you know, wh- whatever the reason, he just goes out there and just, he's on. I mean, he is on, you know, and tonight, that amazing pick play uh, where Birdie, I have no idea what, John Birdie was doing there. I think everyone in the Delaware Valley, everyone around baseball that was following this game, uh, you know, I think pretty much, you know, kind of scratching their heads there as to why it is that Birdie was trying to steal a bag, um, you know, at second base, one out, a 3-2 count, and I believe Luis Arise is up, right, um, or was going to be coming up uh, in that inning had they got on and, and just a dumb play. Um, you know, 
and uh, Stallings then grounds out the third, and there you have it. The Phillies, you know, um, leave a runner, or the Marlins left a runner in scoring, well, not left a runner in scoring position, had a runner in scoring position and couldn't, um, you know, made a dumb decision and, and got himself out. Then you go to the bottom of the third, and they pulled Braxton Garrett. Um, excuse me. They go to the bottom of the fourth, and they pulled Braxton Garrett for David Robertson. Listen, David Robertson, um, I've been saying it, he's not a pitcher that can go on good teams. Saw it a couple years ago with the Phillies. He gets hurt in 2019. He then goes to the Chicago Cubs. Solid pitcher. Comes back off of a tough Tommy John surgery. I mean, he was electric in uh, in the first half of 2022. Gets traded to the Phillies. Team that's trying to make it to the postseason, trying to go farther. He struggles. He then goes to the Mets this year. Start of the year, he's pitching well. He then goes to the Marlins. And what did Christian Pache do to him? You know, and then the next night, um, the Phillies were able to get a big, big win off of him. Or the next game they faced him, at least they were able to get a big win off of him. JT Real Muto tonight. You saw Robertson out there. JT said he was throwing harder to me than I had ever seen him pitch before. That led me to believe that, you know what, this is, you know, how is it that last year you weren't throwing as hard to JT? And JT said, all right, I just kept seeing his pitches. I think he got to the um, seven pitches. Wow, seven pitches into the count. And he got a cutter that I don't think really cut where he wanted it to. And JT took him deep. And and great for JT Real Muto, man. I mean, I'm so happy for JT. I always pull for the guy. You always hear me on here. I tr- really try not to criticize him as much as I possibly can because he's got a tough job. And let me tell you what, he hits that home run. Most guys, you see Harper, they fly around the bases after they hit a big home run in the postseason. They come back to the dugout. They're still fired up. JT was... High-fiving, you know, high-fiving, you know, maybe saying something to his teammate or two. Then what does he do? He sits right back on the bench, puts his shin guards on because he knows it's ready to go back out for the top of the fifth because there's more work to be done. And Aaron Nola did just that, just constantly. He was so smooth the whole game. And you saw there where he may have gotten into a little bit of trouble. He was able to get a, you know, he hit John Birdie. Then Stallings grounds out into a double play. Turner just... By himself, picked it up, stepped on second, threw to first. And then, you know, uh, then up came Bryce and Stott. Alec Bone, by the way, who did a great job, uh, great at bat, got a big double. Bryce Harper worked a fantastic walk. Nick Castellanos with one out after JT popped up. Castellanos, first pitch swinging, he got lucky. He got very lucky that Nardi, um, you know, uh, who was probably thinking double play here, Gave him a pitch to hit that he knew could be a double play ball, but then Berger, I I mean, oof, that was uh, that back pick, you know, that was uh, that just popped right out of his glove and safe all around, and then upset Bryson Stott one pitch. Now Bryson Stott is not a first pitch swinger. I don't see Bryson Stott swing at the first pitch, so I was completely taken back when he went yard because in the my mindset, anytime he comes up. Bryson Stock goes to work when it's two strikes. When it's two strikes, it's 0-0 for the kid. You never see Bryson Stott, you know, really, really putting together 
a strong at bat. He likes to, I don't, for whatever reason, likes to get the two strikes. He got the two strikes, and boom, that ball. I mean, that was clocked. That that ball was. I mean, that was really well struck. I mean, my goodness, you know, not a very big guy hits one that far. That was great to see out of Bryson Stott. That kid, man, he is just, I can't say enough about him. He's a really fun player to watch. And then Aaron Nola went right back out uh, and went right back to work, and he got through the seventh. He was on to the bullpen. Unfortunately, Gregory Soto couldn't finish it off there and protect the shutout, but the Phillies win 7-1. to one. Um and Orion Kirkering, I got to say, you know, for a kid coming into an electric atmosphere like CBP in the postseason, he just drafted last year. He, I mean, it was like, okay, you know, give me the ball. That was about it. I mean, you know, sure, a 7 nothing game, but still, you know, a young kid can get rattled. I mean, you know, we're no strangers to kids coming out. I mean, look at, you know, the Junior Martes or the De Los Santoses and, the, you know, whatever else have you that come in and they just struggle. I mean, you know, uh, this is not a, and especially in the postseason. I mean, he uh, he did a fantastic job, and uh, great to see the emotion too. I'm watching to hear Gregory Soto when he got the strike three. Uh, if jo- um, not Josh Bell, excuse me, I can't remember exactly who that was that he was facing there, but you know, just the emotion you got to see out of Gregory Soto. He was so excited. The whole team was excited. I mean, looking at the clubhouse, man. That there is. Tom McCarthy said post game live. It's a river. He's not kidding. The Budweiser, if you have stock in Anheuser-Busch, you're doing very well probably because of that Phillies clubhouse. My God, they are partying. It is so much fun to see. You see the guys, Alec Bohm, looks like a looks like a mop, his hair. Brandon Marsh is going uh, stubby. I mean, Garrett Stubbs, we pay, you know, John Milton pays him to do th- three things. One is obviously bring his glove and, you know, do everything he can on the field. Two is to probably get the notes for JT. And three is to be the uh, the energizer bunny in that clubhouse for big wins. I mean, that guy is so much fun. It's unbelievable. It's a shame. I think Reese Hoskins is down in Florida. He can't be with the team. But, you know, he he's I'm sure he's chomping at the bit. He wants to get back to CBP. So the boys... Need to bring it back. Need to bring them back. Um, but it gets tougher now. It gets really tough. It's the Atlanta Braves. This is the best team in baseball. Um, I know I have a Charm City Sports podcast where I talk about the Baltimore Orioles. In my opinion, the matchup, the World Series, that would be just, I mean, gangbusters. That would be an insane matchup would be the Atlanta Braves versus the Baltimore Orioles. Um, the Braves right now are a really, really strong team. Ronald Acuna Jr. is an NL MVP. He is, he's great. He's great. You throw in Matt Olson, who's just, he touches one, it's going. Michael Harris is second there, bottom of the order. We know what he can do. They even have uh, Austin Riley still. Um, Ozzie Albies, who is one of my favorite players over there. I don't know why I'm saying that, but he, I mean, I, I like watching him play. Um, I hate when he plays against us, though. It's uh, it's a tough team. That's going to be and and I can't forget about Marcelo Zuna, who you know they just casually have to have in the lineup. It's a tough team. Sean Murphy as well. I could go on and on. Travis Darno is their backup catcher. 
That's all you need to know about the Atlanta Braves. That's a deep team. I haven't even gotten to their pitching. Spencer Strider might win the NL Cy Young. Probably, you know, pro- might. It's going to be close. Him and him and uh, the Diamondbacks pitcher, Zach Gallen. It's going to be very uh, close race between those two, in my opinion, for the uh, Cy Young Award because that's just two guys right there that, that are just among the best in baseball. Um, and it's, uh, and you know, I know Zach Wheeler, people are going to say, well, Zach Wheeler, it's a, it's, it's tough to throw, you know, three guys in there. I mean, you know, and, and with the way Zach Wheeler maybe wasn't the most consistent throughout the year, you know, I don't know if that's going to be a factor, but that's neither here nor there. We're talking about taking on the Braves here. I mean, that is an electric ball club. I heard Rob Thompson say we match up well. We do match up well against these guys. You know, we faced them, lost three out of four. We were, I mean, a, a pitch or two away or, you know, a swing or two away to winning that series. Um, I think that, you know, we match up well. I think the one thing, you know, that you also have to consider is they had a buy, and that can allow a team to get a little cool. And we just went through, you know, CBP and, you know, we're celebrating and we're excited. And I'm sure they're chomping at the bit waiting to get to us too because we knocked them out last year. And, um, you know, I think that that's something that they've, you know, been waiting on for 365 days. And uh, I, listen, Atlanta's had their opportunities throughout the year. I mean, if there was one team that you could sit there and say, oh man, you know, if they beat us, it's just, you know, it's kind of the way that things just happen to, to, uh, you know, the Cinderella team kind of, it'd be the Miami Marlins and the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Atlanta Braves won the World Series two years ago. The Atlanta Braves have won the NL East. They should have, I mean, how, how many times, 1993 was it to 2005, they won the NL East or 91 or 92, maybe the 1990 for all I know. They won the NL East every single year. They made the postseason every single year and they had one ring to show for it. It's not like Atlanta, you know, we've seen enough of Atlanta. I mean, I'm tired of them. Get, you know, I mean, seriously, they win the NL East every single year. Enough is enough. You know, we 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 want to be the ones at the end of the day to be holding that ring, not the Braves. Obviously, we do. But, um, and I, you know, I can, you know, cry all I want to about how they win the NL East each year, but I'm so tired of them. It's ridiculous. You know, I mean, hats off to them. They're a great ball club. They're, I mean, they, like I said, they're the best in baseball. They really are. And uh, I know the Phillies are looking forward to the challenge. Um, but tonight's about them. They can go celebrate, do whatever they want, uh, because this is a this is a fun – any chance you can get to celebrate. This stuff is hard. I mean, these guys have been waiting for forever to do this stuff, most of them. A lot of them have never had that opportunity before. You know, JT Rio Muto, Nick Castellanos, Kyle Schwarber's had his opportunities. But, you know, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler um, – you know, the younger guys, Bryson Stott, Alec Bohm, Brandon Marsh, Johan Rojas, Christian Pasha, I can go on and on. This team, it takes all 26 guys, and all 26 of them deserve to celebrate. So thanks, everyone, um, for tuning in tonight, you know, recapping the Phillies winning Game 2 over the Miami Marlins 7-1. to I hope you enjoyed watching it just as much as I did. I kept turning to my dad saying, oh, my God. Look at all those people. Ashburn Alley was packed. 
You basically bought a ticket to stand in line at Chickies and Pete's and watch the game. That's how crazy it was. Standing room only was back there. I You can't even get up from your seat because that is just, it, it looked like so much fun. Heck, I wish, you know, I could have been there these last two nights because that looked like a lot of fun, you know, especially tonight because I'm sure Xfinity Live right now is jumping. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. Next episode will actually be out um, probably Friday. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. Wake me up.